Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Good morning. It's time for the Kern County Real Estate Review on AM 1560, FM 97.7, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. With Kern County's most listened to realtor and the host of our show, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker. Consistently ranked as one of the best in the business nationwide, Lori's been selling real estate in Kern County for over three decades, during which time, she successfully helped over 11,000 families meet their real estate needs. So if you're thinking of buying or selling, there's no better choice than the McCarty Group. Working with an expert makes the process easy and puts more money in your pocket. Just Google the McCarty Group. That's M double C A R T Y or call 661 665 sold. That's 661 665 7653. And she or one of her partners will be delighted to help you. Let them make you their next success story. And a good morning to you, Lori. Well, good morning, Adelaide. How are you doing this morning? Well, that weird ankle thing's back again. I don't what, know what have I'm you doing. been doing? So, so I don't know. So it, that that weird walking thing, and I'm thinking my MBA career. Yeah, not, gone. Not going to happen. Not gonna Out of there, <laughs> right? No MBA, no NFL, <laughs> no sports, even pickleball. <gasps> I'm going to have trouble playing pickleball. I'm okay. so sad. I'm so sad. It really is. Gosh, and I was going to. I thought I was going to be able to say I knew you when. <laughs> Well, you'll be able to do that when I'm laying on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, so couch potato is a new career, huh? Couch potato, I'm going to make it work. All right. Yes, I'm going to make it work. So how are you doing? How's the weekend going so far? Well, you know, it's going well. A few weekends ago, you know, we had Tony Marion with Stockdale Mm. uh, Tile and Flooring on uh, to talk about flooring. And I have to tell you, ever since that show, um, I have been inspired to really switch up my flooring. Um, I've been scrolling through Pinterest for amazing ideas and inspiration, and and I've really been trying to decide what room I'm going to tackle first. Oh boy! Now I got to admit that was a great show. We had a ton of great information on there, and I remember during that show we did talk about the DIYers. Um, are you and Bob thinking of tackling the flooring project on your own? Oh, you've got to be kidding! There is no <laughs> way. <laughs> I I applaud all of the great. Um, and brave listeners out there that that do want to take on those kind of projects themselves, um, but um, <clears throat> Bob and I are not that brave, nor do we have the skill set or the time or the energy mm. to try to do that mm-hmm. kind of a big DIY project like flooring. Mm. Um, we're going to leave that to the professionals. I plan on calling Tony um, once I make up my mind on exactly what it is I want. Yeah. And and of course, that could be months from now because you know how I am, you know. Oh, I think mm. I want this. No, no, maybe <laughs> I want that. You know, it's a process, right? Yes, yes. And like you said, Adelaide, that was such a great show full of so much helpful information. Uh, for those of you that missed that show, uh, you can stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Heck, you can even tell Alexa, play the Kern County Real Estate Review. 
and she'll start playing all of our past shows. Whoa, that's awesome. I didn't know Alexa could play the show, too. That's impressive. Very yep, cool. it sure Very is, cool. isn't it? So, yeah, that's awesome. So I do see we have a guest in the studio. Uh, who are we talking with, and what's the topic? Well, today we have the honor and pleasure of meeting with Austin Smith of Sage Equities to discuss their commercial developments that have truly transformed and uplifted the downtown area. But now before we talk with Austin, I want to talk a little bit about other real estate. So I want to talk to all of our listeners out there that are thinking about selling their home. You know, if you're thinking about selling, you've probably thought about who that potential buyer would be, or at least you should be thinking about it. You know, if you sell your home today, there's a good chance that your home could be purchased by a millennial. Did you know that millennials have surpassed baby boomers as the nation's largest living adult generation. Hmm. That's saying a lot, right? You know, it might also surprise you to know that millennials make up 66% of first-time home buyers and 34% of the home buying market overall. Hmm. So when you're trying to sell to a millennial home buyer, it's important to know what they're wanting in a home. So here are five things that they're looking for. First of all, millennials want turnkey ready properties because down payments are so hard to save up for today i mean it's a whole lot more than it was when you and i were buying homes Mm. adelaide um these first-time buyers don't have a lot of money to spare to update the homes that they purchase so a turnkey home is going to be a millennial's dream Mm. number two if you have a room that could function as an office stage it as an office The number of Americans who work remotely continues to grow each year, making a home office an important factor for buyers. Hey, Lori, that's something I need to interject on because I actually have an office in my house. Okay. I I don't use it, but I feel like I should because it's got a built-in desk. Uh Uh-huh. It's got built-in wall shelves, and it's just been sitting there kind of empty, but should I take advantage of this? Or, I mean, how can I... Fix it up. What do you suggest to make it more of an office, maybe even modernize it a little bit? Any suggestions for that? Well, okay. So, obviously, I haven't seen it. So, tell me what it looks like. Okay. Help (laughs) paint a picture for me. Okay? It probably hasn't changed since it was built 25 years ago or whatever. So, it's it's got carpet. Okay. It's got the normal. It's got a window out to the front yard. All right. Um, It's got the desk, but it's a little – it's pretty worn. It's kind of the wood grain. It could uh-huh. be real wood for all I know, but it's wood grain. Sort of that honey oak color? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And it's got, and, and the shelves are great. I mean, it, it could make a very nice workspace, but I don't know. I just, I don't do anything with it. Okay. So um, <clears throat> there's a couple of different things you could do. If, if the wood looks worn, okay, um, I, and I assume you mean on the desktop, mm-hmm. the wood mm-hmm. is worn. So I've seen a couple of things done. You could either refinish the wood, okay? Although I will tell you, honey oak is dated. Okay. 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 That is not a color that uh, most decorators like to work with these days. Okay. Um, but you could either refinish it, okay, in the color it is. You could go darker, mm. okay, mm. Um, which is usually a very attractive color, okay? Or you could paint it out. I've also seen um, people take 
um, a a solid surface, a quartzite, a granite, a quartz, um, and cover the top of that desk surface with some sort of stone. Okay. Mm. Um, okay. okay. I've also seen them have glass cut once they've refinished it so that it doesn't get messed up again. Oh. Right? That's a really nice thing okay. to do. Okay. Because obviously, if you just paint it or you refinish it, you're going to have an opportunity for it to get messed up again. Okay. 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 So, a lot of times you'll see people uh, paint or refinish the, the wood. Um, maybe paint the wood, put glass on top, um, and then leave the um, the shelves. Uh, maybe they would paint the bottom space and leave the wood or stain the wood a darker color. Very right? cool. So that you have the wood in a color, right? Okay. I've also seen them uh, paint the backing behind the shelves. I don't know if you have wood or that wood tone behind the shelves um okay. i don't remember <laughs> oh, okay that's how frequently <laughs> that part, you've that used your remember. office like, right is it wood but shelves I, or wall i can't remember i've seen that done where like maybe there was a beadboard behind the oh. the wood shelves and they've painted that like a beautiful color and then had the wood look on the shelves and those shelves really pop and look beautiful there okay so that's an option there's just an, a variety of different options. I will tell you, Pinterest is my go-to for when <laughs> I, I am decorating. I will look and look and look and find things that I like and say, okay, that's it. I want to try to duplicate that look Ooh, because I, nice. like 95% of Americans, am a visual learner. Mm-hmm. And so when I find something that visually appeals to me, then I will go down the rabbit hole to figure out how do I accomplish that. Mm. Uh, it's much easier to go to a professional and say, this is what I want, and show them the picture than to try to verbally describe it. <laughs> that makes sense, too. And uh, what about the flooring? So, as you know, luxury vinyl plank uh, is is kind of the new standard right now. Mm. Um, but here would be my my take Generally, you want to use the same type of flooring that is in the room that is next to this property. Um, Or next to, what did I say, next to this property? Next to this room. Mm. So um, whatever whatever you are, um, whatever you're, is adjacent to it. Okay. So if you have tile flooring next to it you're probably going to want to use tile if you have uh you mentioned you have carpet in there right now if you have carpet next to it you're probably going to want to use carpet unless you're willing to change out the the flooring in the room next to it where is this room located it's going to be it's it's basically in the center so on one side it the french door is open to the living area the other side there's a door to the hallway where the bedrooms are Okay, um, so that makes it tough, right? Because yeah. I bet you have uh, when it opens into the the entry, you probably have some type of hard surface yes. there. Yes, right? that's true. And when it opens into the 
uh, hallway, uh, you probably have carpet Mm -hmm. there, right? Um, So um, that's going to depend, okay? Okay, okay. So it's kind of like my choice. Uh Uh-huh, it is. (laughs) Do you find people want to put a different type of flooring in other rooms? Um, Yes, a lot (laughs) of times people will... Okay, I'm going to replace the flooring in this room, and they'll put um, whatever is on sale. Right? <laughs> that sounds like me. Oh my gosh! <laughs> stop it. Looking, looking down in shame. <laughs> yeah, stop it. You should be looking down in shame. What is most attractive to the eye and to most buyers is one contiguous floor throughout all contiguous spaces, mm. with the exception being a different. Uh, flooring in the bedrooms so hard surface generally in all of your living and heavy traffic areas so from the entry through the living kitchen hallway carpet Mm. in the bedrooms now a lot of people have allergies and so they want hard surface throughout okay or because it's easier to maintain hard surface throughout Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. the warmth that comes from a carpet in the bedroom. Like mm. I get out of bed in the morning, I put my bare feet on carpet. That's a that's just an emotional feel good mm-hmm. thing, right? Mm-hmm. So we find that homes actually sell better if you have carpet in the bedrooms huh. and a hard surface throughout the rest of the house. Okay. 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 I do have another question about this room. No, we're out of time. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> the French doors. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They look cool, but I'm just not a fan. Should I close that or? Uh, How are you going to enter the room if you don't? It's got a door on the other side, a regular bedroom looking door. Okay. So I I am a fan of doing that. Closing it off. Closing it off. Okay. Because what room is usually the messiest in a house? The office. Yeah. Okay. Do you really want to see that from the entry? No, because no. it goes – yeah, the French doors go right out to the living area. Yes. So it's like, okay, okay. Okay, I think I'm going to do that. I like that. Just closing it off and – yeah. And those French doors are a pain to open and close inside. I don't know why. Maybe it's me. Mm, no, I think I think that's – I mean, that was a very common building style mm-hmm. uh, at, in the era when your home was built. But I think that it would be advantageous now to close that off because here's the other thing if somebody ever wanted to make that room into a bedroom you already have the wall closed off you have the door from the hallway from the bedroom Mm -hmm. wing and so all they would need to do is remove the desk and the shelves and that is more than likely the wall where the closet would go Oh, okay. Because those homes okay. were built that way so that the desk was put where the closet would typically go. I gotcha. That, mm-hmm. in, in my mind, picturing it, that makes sense. Yep. Okay, very cool. All right. Now you're giving me a list of stuff to do. So, yeah. okay. Well, Thank you. you know, <laughs> hey, spring is coming. It's time for home improvement projects. Yes, and there's one for sure. Perfect. Thank you. You bet. This next one is going to come as no surprise to all of you. Millennials are suckers for high-tech homes, right? So what does that mean? Well, look into adding some smart home features to your home. 
It doesn't have to break the bank, and you really don't need a professional. Go on Google, and you can find a lot of ideas. Here is one. Purchase Amazon Alexa device, right, and Mm. swap out some of the light bulbs in your home. Say the entry light and the lights outside of your home. So with smart light bulbs. These smart light bulbs can then be connected to your new Alexa device. You can then tell Alexa to turn on and turn off these lights. This is an easy upgrade that millennials will get excited about. Huh, cool. Yeah. Now, number four, is your home energy efficient? If it is, the millennials are going to love it. Energy efficiency features such as a solar panel Those are going to help millennials kill two birds with one stone. Increased efficiency allows them to protect their budgets while satisfying their environmental consciousness. Mm. Okay? And number five, my last tip, is going to possibly be the most important. Make sure that your realtor is using professional photography when they list your home for sale. The vast majority of home buyers find their property online. In fact, it's like 97%. And out of that, 9 out of 10 say the most important feature is quality photography. So if your home has lackluster iPhone photos and not the magazine-worthy professional photography that millennials have come to expect, then you can bet those millennials will just keep scrolling on. Your home is not going to get nearly as many showings as it deserves if the listing photos are lacking, and it will simply make it harder to sell. Hmm. But aren't millennials obsessed with, like, avocado toast? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe just make a bunch of that and put it out on your kitchen counter before it's showing. I mean, that'll draw them in, right? Throw in some coconut water. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so most of the time... People will bake chocolate chip cookies before their home is shown. I've never really heard of anybody making avocado toast, but hey, maybe it's worth a shot. (laughs) All right, so I think it's time that we introduce our guest, Austin Smith. So Austin, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for the invite. You bet. Uh, How are you doing this morning? Good. Another day in paradise, right? Absolutely. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about yourself and... um, Tell the listeners how they can, you know, let them get to know you. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm from here from here in Bakersfield. Um, Wish I could say that. Yeah. Although I've been here for 30 <laughs> plus years, so it feels like Yeah. My, my wife's from here as well. And uh, we spent some time uh, living out of town in the Bay Area in, in Los Angeles, but found our way back home about 10 years ago and saw our family. It's been wonderful. Great. There's no place quite like Bakersfield, yeah. right? Yeah. It is, as we like to say, truly the, the biggest small town you'll ever live in, right? <laughs> um, so tell everyone about Sage Equities. What all do you guys do there? Yeah, so we're a, a multifamily uh, developer. We build uh, apartment communities in, in downtown Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're very focused on um, high-end luxury uh, apartments in our downtown area. It was kind of an unmet uh need for our city okay uh, <clears throat> i have a, a background in urban planning and a and a deep interest in kind of downtown revitalization so that's kind of the place that i came from and, and how uh, how i got started in it all great so tell us a little bit about the sage equities team i mean 
who are all the people on the team? So, yeah, my wife and I own own the business, and then uh, my father uh, has a background in development, so I kind of grew up in the business and uh, gotten a lot of mentoring and support from him as well. And uh, we we have um, staff as well that help us with the property management. We, we basically uh, develop our properties. Uh, we find the land and then and then uh, come up with the concept and the design and and uh, permit the projects and then uh, manage the construction and, and lease up and manage the properties. So we kind of carry them all the way through. I was going to say, you're all the way there yeah. from the very beginning yeah. all the way through the process, yeah. right? Yep. That's right. That's awesome. Um, so uh, for, for people who aren't familiar, these are incredibly transformative mm-hmm. commercial developments mm-hmm. that you have uh, have embarked on. And so what really inspired Sage Equities um, to to develop these projects here in Bakersfield? Yeah, there's a couple things. So I, like I mentioned, I, I, I saw so much potential for our downtown that, that mm-hmm. wasn't being met. And I, since our developments have, have begun, a lot of more investment has come to our downtown. Mm-hmm. I, I give a lot of credit to the city for the work that they did with uh, – mechanics bank arena and the mill creek improvements and a lot of the the redevelopment projects 15 20 years ago that really paved the way absolutely uh, as well as the padre uh, mm-hmm. was was just a huge um project to move our city forward and such an asset yeah i mean it really yeah. is and then so once our development started to come in in the east of chester neighborhood uh that area started to really transform and uh, a lot of new retail shops and businesses and things opening there as well Great. Yeah. Um, boy, that was such a great introduction, Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, if I look at the clock, though, I think we should probably take a quick break. Mm-hmm. And when we return, I've got a ton more questions for you, if that's okay. Great. Perfect. So be sure to stay tuned because when we get back in just a moment, um, we're going to explore in detail a lot of these projects that Sage Equities is building. Um, you are listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be back in a moment. And to reach Lori, you can call her or her team anytime at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or you can go to her website at themccartygroup.com, where you can tour all the properties available in Kern County from the comfort of your couch. Request an in-person tour. Find out the value of your home and see the McCarty Group's success stories. Ranked number 10 in North America for Coldwell Banker last year and the only Kern County realtor to be listed in the Wall Street Journal's Top 100 Agents for 2021, she is truly an expert in her field. Her desire, as well as that of her team, is to not only achieve their clients' goals, but to exceed their expectations. So let them do just that. And we'll be right back with the Kern County Real Estate Review here on KNZR. The times we're living in are unparalleled, and it's affected all of us. It's made us feel uneasy and alone. Americans who need to sell their home or have to move and buy a new home are experiencing tremendous stress right now. And I know it's scary and overwhelming, but there is a solution. 
I'm fortunate to work with some of the top agents in America, agents who are going to tell you the truth, who will give you the best advice that's right for you. Right now, you need to work with an agent that can bring solutions for you. You have the help of somebody that can help you really make an informed decision. Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group at Caldwell Banker. You may want to take a cash offer or maybe it's time to upgrade your home and get it ready to sell in the summer. Maybe you should just hold tight and refinance. You do have options and you deserve to work with a great agent who does business with the highest integrity. Call Lori McCarty at 665-SOLD or online at themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. And we're back this morning with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group on the Kern County Real Estate Review. Here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. Now, Lori, before we jump into our topic today, again, uh, we had a listener ask a question, and they wrote, Lori, I'm thinking of selling my home, and I want it to be sold as is. I don't want to make any repairs to the property. Is it possible to sell my home in as-in condition and still get top dollar? Hmm, is that possible, Lori? Well, Adelaide, this really isn't just a cut-and-dried answer. Um, I mean, first of all, thank you to our listener for writing in. I understand their concern with completing repairs. I mean, I'm going to guess that our listeners' biggest concern is that <clears throat> they, when we're talking about repairs, um, they're concerned about the length of time that it's going to cost and, or that it's going to take and the costs associated with mm-hmm. them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but here's something that people may not know. Um Each and every home sold in California is sold as is. That's the way the contracts are written. Um, I bet you didn't know that, did you? I I can't believe that. I mean, every home is sold as is. I mean, is that even possible? Yeah, Buyers can ask, though, for repairs, right, prior to the close of escrow? Absolutely they can. But each and every contract says that the property is being sold as is, subject to the buyer's repairs. Um, So every home in the state of California is sold as is, subject to the buyer's investigation and inspections. But here's the thing. Buyers have a right to ask for repairs or concessions, but the seller doesn't even have to respond to that request for repairs. And one of the things that we're seeing frequently right now is buyers completing really long requests for repairs. And in today's market, you know, here's the thing that buyers need to understand is that when you're buying a resale home, not new construction, the seller is typically only going to complete health and safety items or repair systems that aren't performing the function for which they were intended. It is not the seller's goal to rebuild their home for you. If you want a new home, you should probably go buy new construction, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and for the seller, I need them to understand in terms of those repair requests that if they refuse to complete any repairs, then the buyer may not want to purchase at all because they may be fearful that there are hidden problems that the seller isn't disclosing, 
right? Mm -hmm. So when we think about it, there are really two types of repairs. There are lender-required and buyer-requested or things that a home inspector might find. Now, if there are lender-required repairs, then those are repairs that have to be done in order for the buyer to get their financing, whereas buyer-requested are just that, buyer-requested. So if, as a seller, you refuse to make any repairs at all, you're probably shrinking your buyer pool. So you might want to think twice before you say, I'm going to sell my home as is. A smarter thing might be to say, let me have my home pre-inspected so that I know what issues might come up for a buyer that I could possibly address ahead of time. Does that make sense? Yeah, that it, that does make sense. Uh, is there more recommendations for sellers when it comes to repairs? Well, you know, Honestly, when it comes to that, I think that any seller ought to lean on their trusted realtor because the realtor can make recommendations for them as to what they should or should not do. They can recommend contractors for them if the repairs should be completed or if there are repairs that that maybe don't need to be completed, they can make those recommendations for them as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to me, I would I would look at getting the home inspected ahead of time so that you know what you're dealing with. Um, I think that that makes the most sense given our current climate. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So, to our listener out there that submitted this question, I'd like to reiterate: refusing to make any repairs could actually lead to a lot more heartache for you. Um, You might think that this could be a quick and easy way to sell your property, but usually that's not the case. You're probably opening up a big can of worms um, because I think realistically you're going to scare a lot of buyers off in today's market unless you have an inspection that shows, hey, there's nothing wrong with my home. So hopefully that makes sense. Okay? I hope that helps. So now let's get back to our fantastic guest, Austin Smith of Sage Equities. So, Austin, tell us about some of these developments like 918 and 17th Place Townhomes, the Q. So so our first um, (laughs) multifamily development was a series of townhomes uh, called 17th Place Townhomes, and it was completed in, in 2017. Uh, if if you know Cafe Smitten, it's mm-hmm. right there across the street. Uh, and how perfect, right? 17th yeah. Place Townhomes yeah. right across from Cafe Smitten, yeah. right? Yeah. Just get up in the morning, go yeah. across. It's all right? there. All uh, there. <laughs> <laughs> so that was 44 units, and that was um, – we saw the townhomes as sort of a transition into doing more uh, – higher density urban type developments Mm -hmm. um, because in Bakersfield apartments are typically what's called garden apartments, uh, which works in a more suburban context. But when you get in a more urban location, uh, you need to take advantage of of all the amaze that you have in downtown. Um, So it was, it was very well received and and has done well. 
uh, for the past five years. And since then, we've had a number of other projects underway. The one that's about to be finished is called the Q East Chester, mm-hmm. and it's located at 18th and Q. If you know Mexicali, it's it's right there across the street. Uh, Another great location, yeah, right? Yeah. You know? Go home, walk across the street, yeah. have a couple of margaritas, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. It's about 30% leased at this point, and we are pre-leasing. Uh, our website is eastchesterliving.com uh, for those that are interested in, in uh, leasing units. Uh, one bedroom start at 2100 and two bedrooms at 2500 Okay. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, as we talked about, a lot of your developments are predominantly uh, downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, why have you focused on the downtown or urban yeah. development yeah. Um, with so many people in our town favoring mm-hmm. Northwest and Southwest? Right? Because everyone else is doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell us what um, you envision mm-hmm. is your most likely resident. Yeah, so we have a lot of professionals, uh, kind of the millennial generation you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to say that there, there's not, uh, you know, baby boomers as well, but right. but primarily uh, professional millennials who are, are in um, legal field and work downtown, or they're in the uh, medical industry and work at one of the hospitals. Uh, a lot of that, uh, but all all different types of of businesses that that residents are involved in, but I'd, I'd say those are the most prominent, government, legal, and, and healthcare. And what are some of the amenities that these places offer? So the, the primary amenity is is the location and, and being accessible to, like you mentioned, you can walk downstairs and, and get your morning coffee there at Cafe Smitten, or Friday night you can walk to, to Mechanics Bank Arena and see a hockey game or concert or go to the Fox Theater and see a show and, and all the restaurants and nightlife and everything. Um, and in the location, like I mentioned, for a lot of professionals that, that work downtown, uh, easy access to their, their place of work. Uh, the units are very nice. Uh, you know, we they're all top of the line with um, quartz countertops and vinyl plank flooring and high ceilings and uh, casement windows and uh, very nice detailing. We, we are very... Uh, design focused and and focus on that quite a bit um yeah if if there was a word that i would use it would be upscale yeah Um, definitely very very trendy Uh very um very design oriented and um when i when i took a peek i was like ooh, very i mean something that i i would feel very comfortable very at home yeah Mm -hmm. so the townhomes are well received but it's it's three stories so that's kind of a it's not for everyone to have right. three flights of stairs right. to get to your bedroom. Uh, future projects going forward from the queue onward are all elevator buildings, like traditional apartment buildings. Oh, so great. walk into the lobby and a uh, nice seating area and where you can see other uh, residents. And it, it's all kind of within one building, all inclusive. So uh, elevator, rooftop terrace as well for mm-hmm. residents to enjoy. So Ooh, lots, of, lots of great views. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that. That's and great. we're pet friendly, dog park, things yeah. like that. So. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, so talk to us a little bit about um, Opportunity Zone investments. Yeah. Okay. So that's been a, a big uh, s- uh, interest point uh, for the local investors who have who have invested with us is we our our projects are are structured as opportunity zone funds, so that means that investors who have capital gains to place 
uh, can can receive preferential tax treatment uh, by investing in, in our projects. Can you explain that a little bit more for anybody who's listening? Yeah, so there, if you have any type of gain, um, whether it be a business interest or stocks or, or bonds or um, real property, you can defer a gain until 2027 uh, and receive a return until then. And if the property is held for 10 years, uh, there's a there there's elimination of any capital gains tax liability at that point. So, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so say there's a listener out there right now um, whose interest is mm-hmm. peaked, yeah. right? Uh, would they be able to become an investor on one of yeah, your so, upcoming properties? Yeah. So just disclaimer, uh, we're not offering uh, securities or anything. Um, this is, Of course. You know, there's a lot of rules regarding that. But um uh, we we do have opportunities for accredited investors uh, to um, to place investments. If if they'd like to learn more, they can visit our website, uh, sagebakersfield.com. Okay. Website, yeah. All right. Perfect. Um, and if they, aside from going to the website, which mm-hmm. tell us again, yeah. sagebakersfield.com. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a phone number where they can reach yeah, you? Yeah, my at? number is um, 661-444-5665. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, um, unless you have a question, Adelaide, this looks like another great place to take a, a break. Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask about uh, like pictures, website. I want to see some of this stuff. I haven't gotten to get down there yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you go to eastchesterliving.com, you can see the, the different Perfect. Perfect. Projects. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All, right. All right. Perfect. So we're going to take another short break. And when we come back, um, of course, we're going to ask... Austin, a few more questions, okay? Um, again, you're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to KNZR, 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with the Kern County Real Estate Review, featuring our host, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group. For all your real estate questions, call Lori at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or go online to themccartygroup.com. You can also follow Lori on social media. For Facebook, follow her at The McCarty Group or on Instagram at Lori underscore McCarty. And to keep up with all the real estate news in Kern County, you can follow this show on Facebook and Instagram at the Kern County Real Estate Review. There you can also submit questions you'd like Lori to answer on air or suggest topics you'd like her to cover on Saturday mornings. And this morning we're talking with Austin Smith of Sage Equities. Sage Equities is a local developer property management company, and a business that can take a ton of the credit for the downtown revitalization we're seeing in Bakersfield. And Austin, so I see, Cafe Smitten now has a bar and restaurant called The Botanist. Was Sage Equities the developer on this project? Not specifically on the on the botanist, but uh, I uh, my it's my sister and my brother in law, so I, I mm. love seeing them succeed, and uh, they're doing great work there, and it's it's really exciting. 
Oh, that is great. Yeah. I have heard my staff raving about yeah. the botanist. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds like it is now the happening place <laughs> for a craft cocktail or a Sunday brunch. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about these gorgeous apartment complexes mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. your team has developed. Mm-hmm. Um, why did you choose luxury apartment complexes and not just your standard apartment yeah, complexes? Yeah, so just the way – the industry works now in terms of cost and regulations and whatnot. It, mm-hmm. It's very difficult to build apartments that are not at the top of the market. So if you are building new construction apartments or, or single family houses, as you know, mm-hmm. uh, you have to, for it to pencil financially, um, they definitely need to be at the, the higher end of the market. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm going to guess based on, what we've talked about and um, the fact that um, the latest project, 30% mm-hmm. pre-lease, yeah. right, yeah. that you've had no problem in, in yeah. terms of, of getting tenants. Right? Yeah, there's plenty of demand. And I, I think Bakersfield, it still sees itself in general as a pretty small town. And, mm-hmm. and it is in a lot of ways. It's It's got a lot of that. But also, you know, we're a city of half a million people now. I know it's hard to believe. Yeah. So, yeah, filling, uh, you know, 40-unit and 50-unit uh, apartment communities is, is not that big of a task in the big scheme of things. No, so, it's not. Yeah. not. Are you seeing, just like we are in the, the residential uh, single-family market, mm-hmm. are you still seeing an influx of um, renters coming from yeah. out of the area? Yeah. Yeah, about half of our of our residents come from out of town. Wow! And and a lot the way people find uh, apartments now is they just Google you know mm-hmm. whatever say they're moving to and and if you are coming from Chicago or Atlanta or New York or wherever and, and you're moving here for for work you know a lot of times you're Googling what's downtown Bakersfield what's all that about right. so so that's a lot of times how they find us. Okay. Now, I've noticed that there are, while there are areas that have become amazingly revitalized mm-hmm. uh, in the downtown area, yeah. which I love. Sure. I mean, it's it's so fun to go down yeah. on the weekends mm-hmm. um, for date night, yeah. as we call it. There's still some areas that are looking kind of rough. Sure. Um, can you share with us, are there any plans to... Uh, improve some of those areas that you're aware of yeah the the city actually is is done a lot of infrastructure work just in the past couple of years they're mm-hmm. improving the the parks throughout the city uh they've been repaving the streets downtown uh there's millions of dollars allocated to update the storm drain downtown so a lot of those basic infrastructure improvements the city is making and and i mentioned there was a lot of work done when redevelopment was around uh to improve the downtown as well so I think the city is taking a lot of the, the necessary steps, and, and really it's about the, the private sector taking advantage of, of those improvements that have been made. And um, like I mentioned, our, our downtown, unfortunately, was overlooked for a long time. It was. And and now there's a lot of opportunities that, that um, developers like myself and, and property owners are, are seeing in, in the area. Which I think is fantastic. Yeah. I really yeah. do. Now, Lori, Lori, you bring that up, and I kind of want to add to that, too, mm-hmm. because if I, when I'm moving to a new town, I think, mm-hmm. I'm going to think about safety, too. Right. And, and you know, it's sometimes it's hard to gauge online right. how really safe a mm-hmm. place is, mm-hmm. um, but, but that's something you can kind of put people at ease looking when they're looking at one of your places. Right. Right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's gotten, it's safe. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Honestly, you know, we've had very little uh, activity that that um, in terms of crime beyond your normal, you know, car gets broken into because of hearse mm-hmm. was left on the seat or something right. like that. It's that that could happen anyway. Mm-hmm. I think it does. It doesn't matter if you're in the urban area yeah. or in a suburban yeah. area. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. no places may bury RFD yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean, you just don't do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and it's unfortunate. But um, we all have to be cognizant mm-hmm. of what attracts crime. Sure. And, um, you know, I, I have to say I have been guilty of that very thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just going to run in. Yeah. In a leaving my purse in a secluded area. Yeah. And I really I was sec- I was surprised right. when my window got broken into. Am I purse stolen? Yeah. Well, that was dumb. Yeah. That yeah. was really dumb. Well, and actually one one big thing that happens when you get more people living in an area is they take ownership of it. Exactly. And they watch out for each other. And we've definitely found that. where The, the location where the, the townhomes we built were was just kind of a corridor that people walked through. It was mm-hmm. just a dirt lot. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, those people go elsewhere. They right. They don't want to be seen and and it basically the the new residents that come in they they come in and, and they want to improve the area and take ownership mm-hmm. of it so cool. absolutely yeah. because this is now their home sure and they want to make sure that yeah. it is a safe area yeah right hey austin so so thinking about that too like when you talk about millennials coming in are there are we seeing more like young families or people about to start a family thinking about that and to add on to that schools are they looking at schools too yeah i would say um for the type of housing we're providing, it, it's more for singles and couples. Mm-hmm. Not so. We have had families with children. Not to say, and, and we welcome that. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't necessarily think that in the core of of our downtown that that there's going to be a lot of families. Just because, in general, single family housing, you know, is still relatively easy to, mm-hmm. to come by. Okay. And and families in general prefer that. So th- right. this is basically another housing option because. Household sizes over the past 30 years or so have gotten smaller and smaller. So there are a lot more people living alone or, or with couples. Well, and I think okay. that generally what, what we have seen in the single family uh, market is part of the shortage of inventory has oh. been fueled by the family formation um, of the millennials, right? Mm-hmm. So they these individuals have reached that part uh, or that point in their lives where they are forming families and that is a natural inclination to move from apartment living even though it might be upscale apartment living to now let us expand into a home Mm -hmm. where we might have a yard where we might have Uh, more space, maybe three bedrooms, four bedrooms, uh, or three in an office so that um, when we bring little ones into Mm. the mix, we have a little more space. Because it is amazing, as tiny as those human beings are, (laughs) boy, they come with an awful lot of stuff, right? They they tend to take up so much space, right? And I don't know that it's so much them, but all the accoutrements that come with them, right? Oh, yeah. The stroller, the car seat, the toys, the playpen, the, you know, all that stuff, right? Very true, very Um, true. So that is what we have seen, and that's what economists have said, was part of our housing shortage was because the millennials 
have become such a large um, part of the population and they are at that family formation age, that is part of why we have a housing shortage Mm. that that is leading to, you know, one of the factors. Okay. Yeah, that's great. And and I always think about that too. Downtown is so cool. Oh, it is. You know what I mean? You just think about it. Like there's so much to do down there. It's it's got that hip vibe to it too, you know? You're just like, you you can go to the cool parks around there. The, the nightlife, the restaurants, I mean, just, just walking around downtown mm-hmm. on a Friday evening is entertaining and fun. Yeah. Right. You got it. You bet. It sounds like you're longing for that. <laughs> I, You know what? It was in, back in Arizona. I lived in downtown Tucson. Mm-hmm. It, uh, and, and this is 20 years ago. But then I've seen pictures of it now. And it's like, man, I missed out. <laughs> it's just gotten cooler. And I think about the downtown here in Bakersfield. It's just when you go down there, you're like, man, it's beautiful down here. I mean, the buildings, the parks, the people walking around. And, yeah, the entertainment. It's just it's just an amazing uh, thing to see. And, 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 Austin, I feel like earlier you did mention that you moved out of Bakersfield for a little bit. Yes. And you moved to – yeah, I, I lived in the Bay Area and Los Angeles for a time, and and had a great time there, and and you know developed my career and whatnot. But uh, you know, it, it's great to come home and, and be in Bakersfield and be able to have an impact on the community. Yeah, absolutely. And I, well, I think about that because I thought I'm like he said the Bay, so I'm thinking really cool downtowns. Yeah, mm-hmm. L.A. There's parts where it's really cool downtown. Yeah. So did you get some maybe some inspiration from your travels abroad? Yeah, <laughs> actually, I, I learned a lot there. And the architect we work with uh, worked in San Francisco also. So we we definitely pull a lot of uh, inspiration from there. There, there. There's no need to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's all out there. You just got to find it. Yeah, and then another thing I'm thinking about too, transportation's getting better too, right? I mean, we've got Uber, Lyft, all that right. stuff, right? I mean, it's it's pretty. Do you need a car to live downtown in Bakersfield? Not if you if you work downtown, not not necessarily as much. Uh, we've actually had residents at the townhomes that walk to work, so that's that's kind of neat. Oh, that's it's, very. It's not neat. an experience that you see often mm-hmm. in Bakersfield. No, it's not. Because you do still think of Bakersfield predominantly as a suburban sure. um, town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so uh, overall, would you classify the demand for these luxury departments, mm-hmm. uh, luxury departments, gosh, mm-hmm. Lori, uh, these luxury apartments, uh, would you classify the demand as high? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And and what we're doing is, is very niche and uh, – you know, overall, between the the five projects where we have underway or completed, uh, it will be a little over two hundred units. So mm-hmm. it, it'll it'll have a good impact on our downtown, but it's not necessarily flooding the market because no. there's thousands of units being built in the southwest and northwest. So, right. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm I'm thinking that it, you know we're getting close to the end of the show, but before we we wrap it up, I, I do have a few other questions for you. Um, is there a historical building in Bakersfield um, that you would like to see revitalized? Yeah, you know, there's some really great history in our, our city. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we had the earthquake in the 50s and, and right. lost a lot of great buildings. But I, I'd say that the Chester Corridor still has a lot of potential mm-hmm. long term. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of those neat old department buildings, uh, oh, they could be brought back to life. The, the Woolworths Project. 
that, that Money Wise is doing is, yes. just, is just going to be incredible and it's going to have a great impact on our city. I can't wait yeah. to see that yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so glad that uh, that they are doing that. Yeah. I, yep. I really am. Yeah. Um, and then um, are there any upcoming projects uh, that you're doing that you could share with us? Yeah, we actually just uh, um, went public with a a new project called East Bank Flats uh, that's actually on Mill Creek. So we're, we're very oh. excited about it to have the, the water location. And that, that uh, particular creek never runs dry. So <laughs> you, you don't have the issue oh, nice. that you have on the current river. So it, it's very exciting to, to be able to introduce a water element. And, and, and like past projects, it'll have a rooftop terrace. So there will be just incredible nice. views for, for residents who live there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you envision uh, the rooftop terrace um, laying out basically the the one we have at, at 18th and q uh we've got plants up there and, and you look out and that particular one faces west towards downtown but you can also look east towards the mountains so uh you know when you're four stories up in bakersfield you can see everything so that's so pretty neat on on a nice clear day like after these rains we've had recently the views are just incredible they really yeah. are yeah. they really are adelaide mm, well Austin, be ready. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a couple things and just, just maybe off the top of your head. Sure. Then it's all downtown. Best coffee downtown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually still a fan of, uh, of Dagny's, okay. uh, even though that that's a little bit older than, than Cafe Smitten. Uh, my, my wife and I used to go there when we first started dating. So oh, how Dagny's. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Dagny's great. Yeah. Wait, there's more. There's more. Mm-hmm. Best pizza. Pizza. Oh. <laughs> pizza downtown. I think a Jerry's pizza is what yeah, I think. Yeah, there's of. one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it's, yeah. and it's good mm-hmm. pizza. Yeah. I, it's actually really good pizza. Um, okay, another one. Think I about think that there's, one. There's pizza at Second Phase Brewing, which is the first uh, microbrewery downtown. Mm-hmm. They have pizza there mm-hmm. as well that I've heard good things about. So, oh, okay. Have to check that out. Very cool, very yeah. cool. Another one. Best taco. I was just at Panchitos today on 21st Street. How do you recommend that one? Yeah, uh, very is, good. I'm learning a lot. I'm trying to write these yeah, down, too, because, yeah. yeah. Um, now, best live music venue. I've heard good things about the World Records. Uh, uh, okay, been to it, okay, I, okay. I think they're getting a lot of acts. Uh, the uh, Bakersfield Music Hall of Fame is just oh, right, a right. beautiful space. Yes, yeah. yes. That's great, too. And, and you, you mentioned a brewery. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. So Sec- I was gonna, I was gonna say. second phase brewery. You should check it out. That's cool. I was going to say the best place to just have a drink. Yeah, that's a good one. And there's a lot of wine bars opening up. Downtown. There really are. This is, are we in Bakersfield anymore? Yeah. I what know. is going on? Yeah. <laughs> this no. is amazing stuff. It's just so great. You think about it, too, because... I, well, younger days, used to hang out downtown all the time, and it's like, man, we're getting fancy. Yeah. And I love it. I love it. My last one. Austin, and you can chime in too, Lori. Best place for avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. I can only think of one for that. <laughs> Is that Smitten? Cappy yeah, Smitten? Yeah. Okay. Of I course. Don't, I don't know anywhere else that has that. <laughs> well, that's really cool that you guys are doing all this stuff downtown. Because, and, and, and how long has this been going on? When did you guys put up your first building? 
Uh, first one was completed in 2017. So, so this is we're six years in. Yeah, mm-hmm. and an amazing transformation. Yeah, absolutely. I feel, like, I feel like, and I applaud you guys for doing that. And it's just so it's so nice going downtown and just seeing nice places, beautiful it places. It really is. Yeah. I mean it it has it is amazing that the the difference um, that has occurred in downtown, and it's. You know, it's really nice to be able to to share that with people that are relocating here from out of state, mm. uh, from out of the area, to be able to show off our downtown. Um, yes. Because, you know, I think a lot of people, particularly in a town this size, want to be able to feel connected um, and to have that yeah. sense of community mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. know that that we care. And yeah. that we are trying to revitalize yeah. and to have yeah. that impact. So. Mm-hmm. Now, Lori, make sure you give Austin a stack of your business cards. <laughs> <laughs> so when those young millennials start thinking are about ready to go right. to a home. Ah, yes, absolutely. And Austin, leave us some of your cards, too. <laughs> we'll do that, too. You bet. <laughs> I can't thank you enough for, um, for being here today. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Good. Yeah. Um, well, and we look forward to having you back when you're doing your next project. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, one last time, share with our listeners how they can reach you. Yeah. If you're interested in learning about uh, apartment leasing opportunities, it's um, eastchesterliving.com. And to learn more about our, our company, Sage Equities, it's sagebakersfield.com. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Thanks again, Austin. It was a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you. And for all of you out there listening, um, thanks so much. It's always a pleasure uh, to share the Saturday mornings with you um, and our repeat on Sundays as well. Um, Heartfelt thanks to each and every one of you for tuning in today and for tuning in each and every week. Uh, Today, we've connected you with Austin Smith of Sage Equities a local developer that is really transforming our downtown and doing a fabulous job of it. Remember, if there are details of today's show uh, that you'd like to revisit or you know someone who would enjoy this information and couldn't tune in today, uh, we've got three ways that you can access this show. You can catch our Encore presentation each Sunday morning at 8 a.m. just before Sean Hannity here on KNZR. Or... You can hear this and previous shows wherever you get your podcasts. Just search the Kern County Real Estate Review. Or you can listen on our website at themccartygroup.com and you can listen to your heart's content. This is Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors wishing you and yours a blessed day and a fantastic week ahead. You're listening to 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be back next week.